In flights of the rarest Bring blossoms the fairest From garden and woodland And hillside and dale Our full hearts are swelling Our glad voices telling The praise of the loveliest Flower of the vale O Mary, we crown thee With blossoms today Queen of the angels And Queen of the May O Mary, we crown thee with blossoms today, Queen of the angels and Queen of the May, their lady they name thee, their mistress proclaim thee, and grant that thy children on earth be as as long as the powers are radiant with flowers, as long as the azure shall keep its bright hue, O Mary, we crown thee with blossoms today, Queen of the angels and Queen of the May, O Mary, we crown thee with blossoms today, Queen of the angels and Queen of the May. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and the Lord be with you all. Good morning to you all and welcome to Mass here from the Parish Church in Abbey Field, Church of Our Lady of the Assumption. We welcome all who are joining us over the internet service and indeed all the listeners from West Limerick 102 FM. You are most welcome on this beautiful spring May day. And we include you very much in our prayers and the intentions that you bring to your own prayer today. We Pray for them all during this Mass here this morning. And also we want to remember Mary and James Scully of Mount Mahon. And also for Dennis and Ellen Collins of Port and the deceased members of the Geary family in Drummond. So we're delighted to welcome all the members of the families who are joining us for this Mass as well. So to prepare ourselves then to celebrate the Mass as worthily as we can, let us pause for a brief moment as we call to mind our sin and ask for God's forgiveness. You raise the dead to life in the spirit, Lord have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner, Christ have mercy. You bring light to all who are in darkness, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us all, forgive us our sin, and bring each of us to everlasting life. We praise God as we pray together. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill, 
We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. So now we have our readings, and we continue to read from the Acts of the Apostles. And this morning we see how Saul, a former persecutor of Christians, preaches at Jerusalem for the first time after his conversion. And we see the difficulties that he experienced. In the second reading then, living God's way involves not just words we are told, but actually genuine love. The first reading is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Saul got to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid of him. They could not believe he was really a disciple. Barnabas, however, took charge of him, introduced him to the apostles, and explained how the Lord had appeared to Saul and spoken to him on his journey, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Saul now started to go around with them in Jerusalem, preaching fearlessly in the name of the Lord. But after he had spoken to the Hellenists and argued with them, they became determined to kill him. When the brothers knew, they took him to Caesarea and sent him off from there to Tarsus. The churches throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria were now left in peace, building themselves up, living in the fear of the Lord, and filled with the consolation of the Holy Spirit. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response of the Sam, the response is, You, Lord, are my praise in the great assembly. You, Lord, Lord are, are my, my praise, praise in the, the great, great assembly. My vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and shall have their fill. They shall praise the Lord, those who seek him. May their hearts live forever and ever. You, Lord, Lord, are my praise in the great assembly. All the earth shall remember and return to the Lord. All families of the nations worship before him. They shall worship him, all the mighty of the earth. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust. You, Lord, are my praise in the great assembly. And my soul shall live for him. My children serve him. They shall tell of the Lord to generations yet to come. Declare his faithfulness to the peoples yet unborn. These things the Lord has done. You, Lord, are my praise in the great assembly. The second reading is a reading from the first letter of St. John. My children, our love is not to be just words or mere talk, but something real and active. And only by this can we be certain that we are the children of the truth 
and be able to quieten our conscience in his presence, whatever accusations it may raise against us, because God is greater than our conscience and he knows everything. My dear people, if we cannot be condemned by our own conscience, we, not, we need not be afraid in God's presence. And whatever we ask him, we shall receive. Because we keep his commandments and live the kind of life that he wants. His commandments are these. That we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. And that we love one another as he told us to. Whoever keeps his commandments lives in God and God lives in him. We know that he lives in us by the spirit that he has given us. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Make your home in me as I make mine in you. Whoever remains in me bears fruit in plenty. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that bears no fruit he cuts away and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes to make it bear even more. You are pruned already by means of the word that I have spoken to you. Make your home in me as I make mine in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit all by itself, but must remain part of the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me, with me in him, bears fruit in plenty. For cut off from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is like a branch that has been thrown away, he withers. These branches are collected and thrown in the fire, and they are burnt. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask what you will, and you shall get it. It is to the glory of my Father that you should bear much fruit, and then you will all be my disciples. And this is the good news, the Gospel of the Lord. So welcome to all of you who are linked in with us and who are listening on Community West Limerick Radio right across County Limerick. You're most welcome to us on this beautiful spring May day. Many people had said to me during the week, would you please sing Bryn Flowers of the Rarest, the Queen of the May. And of course we had that at the beginning of Mass. And in many ways it's a hymn that marks time for us. We always know when we hear that hymn normally played by Ronan Collins on RTE Radio 1 in his show each 1st of May. Uh, we know that May has arrived, that special month of new hope and life, uh, dedicated to prayer to Mary and honouring her, of course, as well. And it's the time of year when every week brings a noticeable change in the world of nature around us. Branches that were barren up to recently are now bedecked with buds 
busting outwards. The beautiful flowering cherry has been in bloom for the last week or so. New leaves, new life, new flowers, fruit, new hope. The varied shades of green add excitement to the environment and almost every branch has a different hue. The landscape has been transformed. It truly is what we might call an Easter moment. Of course, some branches have not come to life at all. These are the ones that were broken off during the storm in, in the wintertime and so now are cut, up, cut off and gathered because they've died. The source of the sap, the source of life, was not able to reach them. It is this powerful image of the vine and its branches that Jesus uses in today's gospel to teach that it is only when we are linked into him that we can achieve anything of lasting value. It is only when his life permeates our hearts that we can reach our true potential as members of the one caring family. The gospel we have read this morning strongly emphasizes our ultimate dependency on God and also our dependency on each other because one of the ways God is present to us is through each other. And we have an example of how important we are to each other in the first reading today from the Acts of the Apostles. After Paul's dramatic conversion on the road to Damascus, he begins his mission as a Christian preacher. And at the beginning, he wasn't very successful. And the reason for that was because of his awful reputation as a ruthless persecutor of Christians. People could not believe what they were seeing when they saw Paul arriving into Jerusalem preaching the Christian message. They could not believe it. People knew that Paul was there when Stephen was martyred and who was responsible for terrible deeds on Christians that he would never be accepted. And he so much wanted to be a member of the Christian community in Jerusalem. And in order to do so, he had to seek the help of a man called Barnabas. And it took Barnabas, who had a good standing in the community, to convince everyone that Paul was indeed a changed man. We know that Paul would go on to be a much more significant person in the early church than Barnabas. Yet he was completely dependent on Barnabas to create that initial opening for him. Paul was aware that his dependency on Barnabas and on others in the course of his life was an expression of his dependency on the Lord who came to him through others. Jesus' image of divine in the Gospel reading suggests that we as believers are dependent on each other and ultimately we are dependent on God. The experience of COVID-19 in the last 12 to 13 months and the lockdown has brought that home to all of us. Perhaps it is one of the lessons that we will bring with us into the future that we are created by God, not just for ourselves, but we are created for each other and that we are interdependent on one another. There's no doubt that prior to the arrival of the virus, I think many of us had forgotten that fact. We were more concerned with ourselves, sometimes even in a selfish way, and perhaps we've learned too that we are not the masters of our own destiny and that we are actually 
dependent on God. In a strange way, the experience of the virus has woken us up to the fact that we need to look after the spiritual aspect of our lives as much as the material and the physical. In our world, it is so easy to get drawn into other aspects of our lives, our work, our relationships, our self-interest. And we can drift so easily away from the Lord and the practice of our faith. Very few of us deliberately decide to disconnect from the Lord. More often than not, we drift away slowly. And it is only when we are hit with a personal challenge or crisis that we realize how far we have allowed ourselves to become distant from the Lord. Disconnected from God, we are somewhat diminished. There's a void in our lives that can only be filled with the love of God and with a place for the Holy Spirit in our lives. In the Gospel this morning, Jesus teaches us that if our faith is to be kept alive, we need to have a close relationship with him. A branch needs to be attached to the stem to survive, to be nourished, to be able to grow. And so it is with us. If we are not connected to the Lord in our lives, then there is a real possibility that our faith will begin to wane, could possibly be lost and even die. Without that relationship, something within us dies. We lose the life of the Spirit. We become only concerned with ourselves we become the sole focus of our own attention. Like the branch that is disconnected from the vine, we will fail to produce fruit. This beautiful time of the year is a time when many people are preparing their gardens, if not already done so, to sow new seeds, new plant for vegetables and flowers and so on. It's time to till the soil, time to prepare for the sowing of the seed so that it will grow and mature and bring new life. I think we can say the same of ourselves. It's a beautiful time of the year for us to till the soil in our own lives, to renew our relationship with the Lord and to strengthen the bond that we have with him so that we do not, that we do not lose the connection and that most of all, that we're broken away from him. We want to stay connected because we know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So I invite those of you at home now to join with us here in the church in proclaiming our renewed faith as we say the creed together. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the power of the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose from the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life 
of the world to come. Amen. And now we have our prayers of intercession, which Mary will offer for us. Father, as we humbly come to you this morning, acknowledging our total dependence on you, we place our prayers before you with confidence in your infinite love and generosity. We pray for the grace to remain always close to the Lord, through prayer and love of neighbor, so that our lives be fruitful and bring glory to the Father, who created and loves us. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. In today's first readings, we see how Paul, the merciless and ruthless persecutor of the early Christians, was forgiven and inspired to be a disciple by our Father, who has an unlimited love for all of us. With this confidence, we ask the Lord to forgive us our transgressions and give us the grace to be more worthy of his love. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. In this month of May, we ask Mary, our mother, to pray for us to God the Father of mercies, that the great suffering being experienced by so many throughout the world may end. We pray in particular for the people of India and that those nations who have now overcome the pandemic will generously share both medicines and equipment with them without delay. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for all those at home who cannot be present with us in this church today and who are missing the very special experience of breaking bread with our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, during the Mass. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And we bring to our prayer all the dead, and particularly today, Mary and James Scully, Dennis and Eileen Collins, the deceased members of the Geary family, and also we remember Ita Corbett, Mary Murphy, John, uh, Jackie Broderick, all of the parish here who died in the past week. And we think of all those whose anniversaries occur, and we ask the Lord to grant them the fullness of life. Lord, hear us. And as we begin the month of May, we place our lives under the protective care of Mary, our mother, and I encourage you all at home now to join with us here in praying together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Gracious God, you gift us with your life through Christ, the true vine. May we, the branches of the vine, bring forth to the glory of your name the fruits of faith and love. And we ask these prayers through Christ our Lord.
My friends, we pray now that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed, and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with Easter joy, all people exult in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy therefore these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them, light the dewfall, so that they may become for all of us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. So now we proclaim together the mystery of faith, save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. And so as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and the blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Brendan, our Bishop, all the clergy, the religious, and all who serve your people. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. And today we pray for Mary and James Scully, Dennis and Eileen Collins, the deceased members of the Geary family, and all the dead. Welcome them now into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles, 
Saint Ita, Saint Paul, Saint Barnabas, and all who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him. Amen. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. So we invite all of you who are linked in with us now or listening on radio to join together with those of us here in the church in praying the prayer that Jesus gave us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. And so, Lord Jesus, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign, forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And so we pray together, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called now to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And may the body and the blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
And so now for those at home, we have our prayer and act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. So just some notices here for the parish here in Abbey Field. Our mass times this week are the usual mass scheduled tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock and then on for the remainder of the week at 10 a.m. The Blessed Sacrament Church is open every day here from 11 o'clock to 6 p.m. Monday to Saturday for private prayer and again from 1 o'clock on Sundays. And of course, we're all delighted with the news that from Monday the 10th of May, all our churches and places of worship will be open for people to attend Mass or other religious ceremonies. The first pub Mass with a congregation attending here will be on that day, on Monday evening at 7 o'clock, the usual Mass time. So, of course, the restrictions are very much in place and the maximum number of people allowed to attend is 50 people. The two-metre social distancing rule still applies. And there are lots of details in our parish newsletter, which is available in the shops around the town and also on our parish website. So we ask you to look at that. And again, we'll give you more information next weekend. But important to remember as well that funerals and weddings are restricted to 50 people within the church building. And we were reminded yesterday um, by, the by the health authorities to emphasize that funerals are private celebrations for families uh, and strictly restricted to family members. So, um, but thanks be to God, we've moved away from the 10 people allowed to attend up to 50 from next month, uh, the 10th onwards. During this week, it's 25. And I suppose when the church does open, we do suggest to parishioners that they come to Mass once a week at the beginning in order to give all those who wish to attend an opportunity to come into the building maybe for the first week or two. But we're hopeful that the numbers allowed will be allowed to expand as we had last summer back to 130. We're hopeful that will be the situation and we'll give you more details about that possibility next weekend. So our thanks to everybody who has helped us to celebrate Mass here, to Stephanie, to Mary, to Bridie for their help and assistance in participating and also to all of yourselves for linking in with us and praying with us this morning. Wherever you are, in Ireland or beyond, you take the blessings of this Mass with you this week into your life. And we pray that Mary, the Queen of the May, will watch over and protect each and every one of us during this special month of prayer to her. Our thanks to everybody at West Limerick 102 FM for assisting us this morning in broadcasting this Mass to the local community. I know that it is deeply, deeply appreciated and a great service to those who don't have access to the internet. So the final prayer of the Mass. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries 
to pass from former ways to a newness of life through Christ our Lord. So the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We go in peace now to love and to serve the Lord. So we ask you to join with us in singing at home, perhaps as I kneel before you. As I kneel before you, as I bow my head in prayer, take this day, make it yours, and fill me with your love. Every thought